Oh, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Right on Squared Circle. And my goodness, I think I am still recovering from the two-night spectacular event, or stupendous, as they said, uh, that was WrestleMania in Dallas. I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Scotty, a little bit more hottie. Hollinsworth, what is going on, buddy? Boy, I love that WrestleMania, man. That shit was awesome. I, uh, I'm doing good. I've probably went back and watched Pat McAfee and Austin Theory's match about f- five times now. Not surprised. It was a great match because it just surprised. led to, it just kept getting better. <laughs> you know, you know what was good about this WrestleMania? What up? It brought all of our childhoods full circle. It did. It really did. Minus one superstar that we will get into later on. Everything else came full circle for me. And that's where I was just like, like speechless on throughout most. And they, they put on an amazing show. Like uh, if, if anyone needed more affirmation that WWE is the go-to place for sports entertainment, <laughs> this was it for me. Not that I oh, needed yeah, it, not that I needed it, but if anyone who does need it, I just challenge you to watch night one and two of wrestlemania just watch night one like realistically night one was amazing night one on paper was the weakest but it ended up being the best absolutely absolutely week night two started off slow but then the ending just packed a punch dude i the ending ran me wild on night two because i was not expecting that but like you said, we're going to get all into it. So let's dive in because let's be honest, we had a little bit to cover, but we're going to try to keep everything somewhat We've got short to cover. Muchos. But we're going off of uh, WWE.com's WrestleMania results in order of what they have. So might not be in the order of which these matches actually did happen, but we will digress. I think it but, is. Actually. I'm not going to lie to you. I think it is too. It makes sense. But uh, so here we go. First, first match. We're going to go through is the Usos defeating Nakamura and Boogs to retain the tag team titles. I was I was disappointed in this match, not because of the way the match went, not because of anyone, not because of like anyone that happened or nothing like that. My problem with this match was the fact that Boogs got hurt. That's and like that. That sucked, man. I was I was really bummed when it happened because dude, me and Kyle were screaming our asses off. Just to let you know, when Boot came out, bro, we were screaming. But I just feel like we missed out on a really good match due to an injury. Yeah, no, um, it was definitely not something I was excited to on on paper, but. The match itself was good, and you know, obviously, the story leading in was you know, Boogs had faked that injury, and you know, he took off his knee brace on SmackDown. Um, but it's just sadly ironic that in the match, he actually suffers a legitimate injury that's probably going to put him out. It's honestly probably he probably won't be back until the end of this year, maybe even early next year. A, a torn quadricep patella tendon is. That ain't that ain't something you come back from as quick as like Bobby Lashley did with a shoulder injury. This is gonna be um, a long rehab period. 
Um, but obviously, you know, these guys are freak athletes. So they, they, you know, they tell you six months, you're back in three. True. So true. Um, but no, I wish, I really do uh, wish Rick Boogs the speedy recovery. You know, he's still young too. So, you know, it should be a very like, you know, rapid, but if WWE really wants to protect a, a young asset like Rick Boogs, just keep him on the shelf for a little bit. Just let him recover, get him back to full strength. Don't rush him back, you know, and get him ready for the end of the year. And in the end of the year, you have Survivor Series leading into the Royal Rumble. So just, you know, keep him on the shelf for a little bit. Hey, we got time to let him heal. Oh, the Nets match was surprisingly a little bit better than what I was expecting. We had Drew McIntyre defeating Happy Corbin. I, I hate the Happy Corbin gimmick. I really do. But I, I think the biggest highlight that we could take away from this match, which I feel like just is not talked about, somebody has finally kicked out of the end of days for eight long years. No one has ever kicked out of that finisher. And Drew McIntyre finally did it at WrestleMania. Yep. And shout out to Kyle for calling that on the on the uh, our go home show for WrestleMania. He called sure it. Did. Mini, mini WrestleMania moment. McIntyre kicks out of the end of days, and damn it, it happened. <laughs> the other WrestleMania moment for that match was uh, McIntyre cutting the ropes in half with a sword. I said he has to make contact with something, and he did. <laughs> he did. I was just like, damn, we're two matches in, and now we don't have a ring. <laughs> and the one thing I noticed, and we're going to lead into this next match, which is The Miz and Logan Paul versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. I noticed, too, when the Mysterios were coming into the ring, they were still tightening up the corner, one of the corner buckles. Yep. And I'm like, oh, man, you know, these guys are pressed for time because you don't see this on TV. This is usually where they're showing the promo as they're fixing their ring live in the stadium. Um, this match, very good. Holy shit, was it good? Very good. Logan Paul definitely delivered, a, you know, a, another celebrity who takes this serious and it showed in the match, took it very serious. Um, you know, his moves were clean. He looked good. He looked good in the ring. I was very impressed. Um, the only thing I was disappointed in was we don't see the friction yet between Ray and his son, Dominic. I really thought that the Miz and Logan Paul winning would like I, trigger I, it. I was waiting for like, you know, Dominic to maybe like shove his dad out of frustration or something, something, but, uh, something, something along the lines of like them yelling at each other, something. Um, Miz and Logan Paul walked out victorious, and as customary, the Miz turns on a tag team partner. <laughs> I just want to—I just want to point this out, though. During that, during that uh, scroll scroll crushing finale, if Logan you go Paul back and smiling. watch it, it, he is smiling ear to ear, ear to ear. I love it though. He didn't sell that too well. Yeah, no, he um, he didn't sell that too well. Unfortunately, I don't. You can see even in slow motion, you see like a little, ah, here we go. 100%, man. And then he doesn't even sell it at the end. Like he's kind of back up on his feet right as the Miz is exiting the ring. That's the only thing I did have a problem with. I did have a problem. It's very, very small thing, but that's that's minuscule compared to what was going on in that match. Oh, yes. I'll I'll look past that. It's minuscule too because like he, I mean, it's Logan Paul. He's in WrestleMania. He's probably living every other you know, dream of a kid right now. He's just trying to be too excited to remember, hey, you guys stay down for at least like a minute. <laughs> yeah, at least roll yourself out of the bottom rope. Yeah, something. But 
All right, let's talk about this match. Bianca Belair defeating Becky Lynch to win the Raw Women's Championship again. I almost thought they were going to let Becky win it. I really did. What did you think of this match? Because I got mixed reviews. I, Not me personally. I People were texting me. I had that was good, and I had that was bad. I thought it was okay. Like, I liked it. I thought I it was a good match. There was nothing like, nothing. I didn't think it was like incredible, but it was a damn good match. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't have any problem with it. My brother texted me. He's like, oh, he's like that. He's like, that match was kind of, was kind of weak. And I'm like, I'm like, are, are you like a match ahead of me or something? Did the, did the other women's match come next? Cause I'm, huh? I'm confused here. Cause Bianca Belair is kicking her ass and you know, it, it's great. I, I'm, I, I see it happening that they're going to put the belt on Bianca. Speaking of, let's talk about the last five minutes of that match. She couldn't see shit out of her left eye. Yeah, she looked like Rocky. Good God, what a freaking heel, bro. All right, let's talk about it finally. All right. Yes. Somebody return to the WWE. I just want to point that out. I don't know if you know who it is, but we're going to talk about it. So Seth freaking Rollins comes out dressed like... What I th- <laughs> I do not own the rights of that song. I hate you. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Seth Rollins comes out to the ring dressed like Jimmy the King from fucking Ready to Rumble. And the lights kick out. And whose voice do you finally hear after I swear what felt like 10 minutes of just nothing, just darkness? Wrestling Finally, has more than one royal family. Yes, sir. And I just want to point out, AEW are fucking morons. How do you have somebody as big of a name as Cody Rhodes and you don't trademark? I said that. They, they've lost everything. He comes out to his theme, the gimmick, the name, Everything you can't take anything away from it. AEW did not lock up any of his trademarks, and I called it. I was like, they did not do it. And honestly, yeah, the um, whatchamacallit, um, when I heard the wrestling has more than one world family, I'm like, yes, he kept the theme because I didn't like any of his WWE themes, honestly. Yeah, my bad. I uh, I ended up hitting my mute my mute button on my microphone. Yeah. A little excited there. Sorry for that silence. Um, no, you're right, dude. I loved it. Now, granted, I was kind of hoping we'd hear like a whoa, you know, I was hoping. But when I heard what was playing, dude, I lost my mind. And they put on a fantastic match, bro. Fantastic match. But ultimately, Cody Rhodes did pick up the victory. I think that's okay. Seth Rollins is kind of just in WWE right now, but he's putting on, you know, banger after banger. So I love that match. I'm glad that Cody Rhodes is back and that they are just what seems like going to have a lot of fun. So I'm excited to see what comes out of this. Oh, boy. All right. I don't honestly remember most of this match. Uh, Charlotte Flair did defeat Ronda Rousey to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. I wasn't. I just, I don't care for either one of them, man. 
I really don't. I don't like that Ronda Rousey's in the WWE and Charlotte Flair's on her 94th title run at this point. So the interest just wasn't there anymore. Interest wasn't there. What did you think? No. Uh, this this match, I this one I really didn't like. Um, it was just, I don't know. It, I, I've seen it before. Yes. And... I, I called it too. I said Ronda winning the Royal Rumble, and I said it. You know, I obviously I bring up the you know a lot majority when the Royal Rumble winners go to WrestleMania, they win a title, and I said that this was going to be like the the one where we don't see the winner, and it it happened, and it kind of was like okay, what now? Like the match to me just didn't make any sense. I get like the hype around it, you know, big rivalry and everything, but then you keep the belt on Charlotte, and you, now Ronda goes to the back of the line. I'm like, what was the point? What was the point of having to win the Royal Rumble at that at this point? Because why not? <laughs> the best way I can describe it to you, buddy boy. But okay, let's talk about this. This is the end of night one. Bro. So Kevin Owens comes out to host Kevin Owens, the KO show, with none other than Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, of course, during this. We get KO talking smack. By the way, being a tremendous heel, too. 100%. To a T, played it wonderful, I thought. Because he looked like a bad guy, but he didn't try to make himself look good. He made himself look like a bad guy by making Stone Cold look good. And challenges Stone Cold to a no-holds-barred match, which blew any expectation I had out of the water. (laughs) Because... Dude, Stone Cold took a soup, not not delivered, took a suplex on concrete. This man got a bad back probably at this point. He's got a horrible neck, and he's out here getting slammed on concrete. Why? Because we're in Dallas, Texas. What'd you think? I, I, dude, I was a kid. I was a kid at heart. Um, it was everything I wanted and more. <laughs> Like I really was just blown away by just everything. Like the Stone Cold getting into the match, as much as I, as much as I, you know, I, I said that it was just me the talk show, and he came out with the knee brace and everything, and I'm like, yep, I'm like, we're we're having a match. I'm like, yep. this is it right here. I'm like, we're having a match. This is gonna go down, and the fact that Stone Cold still he could still go like this, there was no. There was no slowing this man down. He could still go, and his movesets were more or less the same. Um, you know, uh, yeah, obviously, yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he could do the Luthes press anymore. But like, no. other than that, other than that, everything else was the same. You know, he was taking bumps that I didn't think he was going to be able to take, and he did them. And like I said, it brought me back to like late nineties, early two thousands. I loved every second of it. I thought it was tremendous, man. I felt like a kid. In a candy shop watching Stone Cold. Just Kevin Owens' ass. Of course, he picks up the win. And then we get what had to be about a 48-pack poured out in that ring. (laughs) And, dude, I I don't know if you've seen the video. There's a fan video of when Saxon took the uh, stunner. (laughs) If you look past it, you can see Corey Graves in the background. 
the second Stone Cold kicks him in the stomach, bro, you see Corey's hands go up. And just extreme excitement that he knows Saxton's about to get a stunner. And he celebrates like a motherfucker. But we end WrestleMania night one. As electric as it was with Stone Cold. We get to night two finally. And boy, was it sad to start off. Because we got just, I, I don't know, man. I don't know how to describe Triple Triple H right now. Like, I want to be like, yeah, bro, he's exciting and he's he's ready to, I know he just wants to do it, but at the same time, he's not anymore. He comes out, delivers a nice speech, lays his boots in the middle of the ring, you know, signifying that he's done and walks out. And I was just like, damn, like, that's it. That's the end. Of Triple H's wrestling career, and that's how we start. Right, that's how we start night two. I was shocked. That one was like when I heard his music hit. I was like, "Oh, I'm like, okay." I'm yeah. like, I'm like, wow, okay. I'm like, we're getting something because he showed up at a NXT Stand and Deliver. You know, he walked Tommaso Ciampa out, or he walked. He brought him back out. You know, showed him his love, and obviously, kind of almost signaled that Ciampa was done with NXT. So yeah. I noticed that too. That's like that, that's how I kind of felt too. I was like, all right, he's done. Where do we go now? But oh, what do we have next? That dude, this tag team match. I think Raw's got probably the best tag team division right now. It's like SmackDown has the best tag team, but like the Alpha Academy, the Street Profits, and the rated RK Bro, those are three solid teams, man. Those RKOs at the end. <laughs> Beautiful RKOs, man. I mean, Riddles was awesome, but the way Randy caught Gable, I mean, it was a thing of beauty, man. Beauty. And it was a great match, too. I think Alpha Academy is, like, you got Usos, then you got the Alpha Academy, which is what surprises me because you look at Otis two years ago, and then look at Otis now. That's that's two different competitors almost. Yeah, no, it's like a more aggressive Otis. Like before he was like, you know, kind of goofy and everything else. The aggressive Otis is a very good Otis. And you know, I think Gable Gable reminds me of like a like a little mini Kurt Angle, great wrestling ability, you know, has like that annoying that, that annoying like Yeah, exactly. That annoying character you just want to like punch in the face. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir, bro. I love the shush. Shush. But, you know, surprisingly, rated RK Bro picks up the victory, retaining their Raw Tag Team Championship. Definitely surprised me. I thought they were dropping that one. And we were calling, the, we were calling the RK Bro split up. At least the beginning of it. But nope, they pick up. So I'm just like, damn. Where do we go from here? All right, so next one is the Battle of the Heavyweights. This one was a decent match. Bobby Lashley, uh, he defeated uh, Omos. 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 I can never pronounce his name, honestly. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but um, awesome match. You know, he got Omos off of his feet, which was, you know, never been done before. Uh, technically, he did it on Raw, but I'm not going to count it. Because <laughs> <laughs> they both went down. Yeah. Um. 
but no, Lashley Lashley got out with the victory and um obviously ended up turning really bad for him on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> because that shocked me. I will say that was like the one thing for Raw after Mania that shocked me. Um but no, a uh, decently good match. You know, you you always love a good heavyweight brawl. Bobby Lashley gets out with the victory. Uh, what do you think of the match? I mean, I th- I thought it was okay. It's you know the typical, the Giants gonna go down match. Finally, you know, Omos gets knocked off his feet, gets defeated. Omos, for the size he is, can go. And, you know, people are like, oh, you know, Omos is slow. I'm like, bro, he's seven foot three. I don't think I'd be moving fast either if I was seven foot three, but for his size and everything, he does great. I think he does great. But Lashley, like you said, Lashley ended up defeating him. We just kind of move on. It was, I felt like that was just a filler match at that point. And it was like, we needed an extra match. Lashley was good to go because this match got scheduled six days before. So wasn't much hype behind it. No, it's just kind of like, we need another match, so here you go. (laughs) Yeah, then we threw it out there. Oh, God, this match. This Nets match, man. Knoxville, Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn in an anything-goes match. Boy, when they said anything-goes, I forgot that we had the Jackass crew. Because the shit that got pulled out during this match, (laughs) we had bowling balls. We had tables with mousetraps on them. Bowling ball we, someone's private area. Yeah. Sammy got thrown into a table full of mouse traps. Sammy got trapped in a giant mouse trap. But there was a lot going on in this match. Uh Wee Man slammed Sammy Zane. That was the funniest thing I ever saw. Because they did it well. They really did it well. <laughs> and I found out that match was uh produced by Hurricane Helms. Good for him. Right? Good for him for making, you know, chaos. But I liked it. It was basically like, it was basically like, uh, like on the set of Jackass. All that stuff that was going on. It was awesome. It was funny. It was comedic. You know, Dave Meltzer, of course, had a problem with it. Like a Jack, like the Jackass that he is. Um, Fuck you, Meltzer. And I, it was entertaining. It was fun. I was driving home watching it. I had like, like, I had like my, um, I like my had a my peacock stream going as I was driving, and it was fun. So you shouldn't drive and watch wrestling at the same time. Well, what I did was it was like Bluetooth, <laughs> ah. like Bluetooth, and it was just playing through the radio. So I was it was like listening to like a match like on like on the radio basically. Damn, bro, he went back to the 1950s listening to wrestling. That's awesome. I'm proud of you. WrestleMania, man, I was not gonna miss it. Uh, but Knoxville ended up defeating Zane. I think that was hilarious. I'm just I'm very proud of Helms for making that match because we all knew it was going to be comedic, but it was very, very fun. And that's what made it something I you could hear the crowd was into it. They were dying. <laughs> we man box great... slamming Sami Zayn. Exactly. Everything got good pops, man. Good, good, good match. All right. This is probably like one of the matches I probably paid the least attention to just because I don't I didn't I just don't like the Women's tag team championships. They hold no value. They don't ever do anything correctly with them. But we do have new tag team champions in Sasha Banks and Naomi. Good for them. I'm hoping it goes somewhere well. I mean, if they're gonna be a, yeah. I'm hoping if they're gonna be a team, they're gonna be an actual good team. 
but we'll see where that goes. But they ended up defeating, of course, Queen Zelina, Zelina and Carmella, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and of course, Shayna Baszler and Natalia. I was really hoping for Ripley and Morgan to pick up the win, but whatever. Cracks are forming with that team. <laughs> Cracks are forming with that team. Rhea Ripley's getting pissed off, and yeah. I mean, uh, I'd be cool with it. I, we I'd saw, be cool we saw it on Raw, too. You know, they lost again, and mm-hmm. you know, they have a rematch for the titles, which they're probably going to lose, where Rhea Ripley might actually make some serious physical contact. With Liv Morgan probably leading a match into Backlash or something, maybe start like a little mini feud with them. It is WrestleMania, which I'm, I'm all for, which I'm really all for. But um, you know, this match was it was good. You know, I'm happy for Sasha and Naomi. Uh, they're a good team. They see the chemistry. They work really well together. Um, but I, like I said, I the tag team titles is for the women. It's just they they don't they don't push it enough, so they don't make it. It's a viable title like they exactly they don't make it relevant like you have to make that title relevant for us to really be invested in it they just kind of just have it to have it it's them having those titles is like aw having the win record the win <laughs> record i don't mind that i never minded I yeah but they don't pay attention think, to it i always think it's pretty cool like when they show like how many matches someone has won yeah i mean it's cool but they don't there's no relevant to it either but this match Oh yes. This match was this match was fun. Edge defeating AJ Styles. This match was for some reason, I don't know why. The crowd was dead during this match. Bro, you noticed that too. Disappointing that this match was just it was like crickets in the crowd. And I'm like, dude, I mean, these guys are putting their asses out there on the line. And like I don't know. I, I, I was invested the whole time, you know, like the, the close pinfalls, everything. And then, you know, we get Damian Priest coming out for distraction and, you know, Edge Spears, AJ Styles midair. I was like, dude, I'm like, what, like, like, what, like, what more could these fans have asked for for that match? It was a tremendous match. I loved it. It was definitely the, you know, the singles match, the non title match that we were all looking forward to. Like, I don't get it. I, you, maybe you can explain, it, Scott. No, there's no way to explain it. Only thing I can think is, Fans were just dying down from Knoxville and Zane and then going through the snooze fest of the women's tag team title match that they were just exhausted because it's like we got the match a lot of us that a lot of us have wanted and nothing really came of it. So it was like the crowd reaction wise, nothing came of it. So it was like, damn, that kind of just, I don't know. It felt like a letdown because of the crowd. But I'm excited for this new edge and priest tag team faction whatever it ends up being i hope they add one more person i hope they do too i actually i hope they add two i hope they add one more guy and one more than a female kind of like when cm punk had his straight edge society kind of yeah but like i think that they uh if they're gonna get a female i definitely think this is where you grab ripley and you put ripley in smart I think I think she fit perfectly. But so this next matchup, I don't I I felt disappointed by this. We got Sheamus and Ridge Holland defeating Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. It just it felt short. Forty five seconds. To say, like short match. I did love the tribute to Biggie. 
that Kofi and Woods did, dressing yeah, like the they scheme. do. That was awesome. But it's like, yeah, then we – It's like, so here's the thing. I'm going to lead into it like this. I was really disappointed that this match was so short until I saw what happened in the Nets match. Exactly. They, they made this a squash match for that exact reason. So here we go. We got Pat McAfee. This is a wild thing. This is the most wild sentence I'm going to say. Ready? Pat McAfee defeats Austin Theory, then loses to Mr. McMahon. Afterwards, Stone Cold Steve Austin stuns all three. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's so much to unpack. So first of all, Pat McAfee and Austin Theory put on one hell of a match. One hell of a match. McAfee is ungodly talented, but so is Theory. Theory plays his heel role to a T. He does. Yeah, it worked. But you know what I think made this match so... This is, there's one reason why I'm so happy I watched this match on television rather than being there. And that was Michael fucking Cole. He had McAfee looking like a superhero, bro. He was screaming, like, when he was screaming, come on, Pat, come on, like, I felt the same energy I did watching JR yell at Jeff Hardy, the climb the ladder, kid. That is how I felt. But we get McAfee defeating Austin Theory. Awesome. And then we get the unthinkable, which I was so... (laughs) We get Vince McMahon slowly starts to take off the jacket, starts stripping the tie off, rips the shirt off, and gets into the ring. And I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, at first I was like, dude, they're going to fight. They're going to fight. Here we go. And then the bell rings. Dude, when that bell rang, <laughs> that place lost their minds. Because no one thought Mr. McMahon was going to be in a fucking match tonight. <laughs> but then. But then. So Mr. McMahon ends up beating Pat McAfee with, just of course, me, Theory's help. My, I know where you're going with this. Just give me my credit. Oh, hold on. Uh, Oh, trust me. I am. I am. And then Mr. McMahon and Austin Theory start the team up. What what do we hear? What do we hear? (laughs) Fucking eruption, bro. Time out. And I will. Just just say it. it. I said it in the chat. I'm like, I said in the chat, please, I want to hear the glass shatter right now. And this this is at least like two or three minutes before it happened. And I, I, on everything I love, I swear on everything I love, may God strike me down if I'm lying right now. I did not read any reports. I did not read any spoilers. I did not read any of that crap. I just, I saw what was transpiring in the ring. And I'm like, man, this is going to be the perfect moment for the glass to shatter. And we know who's going to walk down and kick some, kick some ass. And long behold, boom. Dude, that place came unglued. Theory sold, sold. Theory sold. The absolute hell out of that stunner, bro. He came off the ground by about six feet. But then, dude, when I tell you I haven't laughed so damn hard in a long time. But wow, when I watched McMahon try to sell that stunner. Oh, God. Dear God, I don't understand. I don't understand it, bro. How does he own? How does Vince McMahon own the best wrestling company in the world? A multi-billion dollar company. <laughs> and you can't sell a stunner. 
he's I, mean, I he's, was so he's mad. Really, he's he's old and it's I don't know, it's it's old and there's beer everywhere too in the ring and I'm not I'm not too pressed about that. It was it was it was the worst slash best stunner of all time. Oh dude, I wasn't pressed. I was dying. I was dying because if you watch it, you can just see Stone Cold laughing his ass off because he kicks McMahon. McMahon goes immediately, like almost into the stunner fall. I'm like, hold on. He gets him up. McMahon stumbles back, hits the ropes. And you can see Stone Cold just like trying to grab him. Like, hey, you old bastard, just come here. (laughs) And then goes down into the stunner and the worst pass him away. And you see Stone Cold get up, just dying, man, laughing his ass off. Because even he knew he was like, that yeah. was horrible. We didn't cover the uh, Stone Cold was able to say shit on WWE programming. Ah, it's WrestleMania, bro. They told him not to flick the. We, you know, it's funny. WWE, like all the producers, told him not to flick off the bird, and, and he did on top of the stage. And but then apparently McMahon told him he's like I ain't gonna tell you shit, <laughs> dude. I and I I mean the the promo he cut on Owens was funny as hell. He's like you're stupid haircut, your yep. peaky little eyes, and you look like a jackass. <laughs> I love it, man. I loved every second of it. But um, but it's it's main event time. Hold on, we gotta talk about one more thing. Just one more thing. I just want to say, if there's any person I am jealous of, it is Pat McAfee. This man got to wrestle at WrestleMania when he got to face Vince McMahon in the same night. And then he got to drink beer with Stone Cold and sell a stunner. Like, that is a wrestling dream. Bro. Yeah, well, he probably, he probably fell asleep with a smile on his face. I would have. And tearing up, probably. But yes, you are correct. Now it is main event time. You have the Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. Facing off the facing off against the WWE champion Brock Lesnar, dude. The entrances alone, because of course, I love that Heyman introduced Reigns like he introduced Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. all the time in the past. But then, and I would give credit to Kyle for this because Kyle told me he was just like because when he was doing it, he goes, "You imagine if he just if Brock just grabbed the microphone and did it back." And not even two seconds later, man, Brock grabs that microphone and introduces himself with the help of the fans. If you caught that one, I hope you shouldn't be no reason you didn't because they were loud as hell. But I think this match was cut short. Oh, for sure. I don't think for time. It was not supposed to be that short. And I think I don't think it's because he's hurt. I don't think he is hurt because no reports are out by now and they would have been. I just think they were f- afraid he was hurt. Because if you go back and watch it, there is some like bruising, like deep, like there's some colorful bruising quickly no, he, on his, his arm. His arm, his shoulder came out. Yeah. So that was a real thing. Like he that wasn't just like some little makeup job. Like his his his, his I can tell. His arm, like, his, like right by his shoulder, like right where like the, the triceps meets the shoulder, that bone was out. And he cracked it back into place. Fuck that, bro. This man said, I can do what Balor did. Clack. Yeah, but, you know, but then Balor actually had more structural damage than we anticipated. Very much, but. But like I said, that's the fear, too. Like, I don't, we're going to find out tomorrow 
if what what the extent of Roman Reigns' injury is based on what the quote unquote plan is going forward. Yeah, I do think he's I I do think he's going to take some time off. I think he's going to skip backlash. That's fine. And something else is going to transpire later. It's, it's not going to be. It's not going to be like a long-standing injury where they're talking about. Okay, like, does he have to drop the title and then we give it back to him? Because right now he's he's so damn deep into this title run. You can't just. Oh, they're not. They're not stripping him, bro. You can't just do it. You got to find every way possible for him to hold it, take some breaks with the title or something. Bro, Lesnar. Bro, Lesnar used to just disappear off of Raw just because he wanted to for three months at a time. They ain't stripping. They ain't stripping Reigns. That yeah, title. no, he's good. But I do think there's a. I do think there's an injury of something that happened after Mania. Like you, you just don't dislocate your shoulder, crack it back into place, and there's no structure. There's no some. There's not anything wrong. Like that's just not. You are when you 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 do when you're Roman Reigns. It's not human. Something happened. He either has a slight tear somewhere or. The muscle is out of whack. Some because your shoulder just doesn't pop out like that. Acknowledge me. <laughs> but Roman Reigns does end up picking up the win and becoming the now the undisputed WWE Universal Champion because we needed a longer name. Um, <laughs> four, four, four fucking words to describe one belt. But that is how we finally end WrestleMania 37. Like, holy crap, it took forever. 12 hours of wrestling, basically. <laughs> Spread over two nights. And I love every bit of it. What I don't understand, though, man, is people are like, they were pressed for time. They were pressed for time. I was like, I don't I don't understand how they're pressed for time. Because it's, it's your company, bro. Like, it's you're streaming this shit. You just go and take it when you want. There's no press for time. Exactly. Like, I understand if it was like Raw or SmackDown, because those are televised deals. Nothing comes on after this. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Raw, Raw after Mania kind of sucked. I was, yeah. I was not how do you t- How do you top that? How do you top that WrestleMania, though? I know, but like, the Raw after Mania is still supposed to be kind of wild. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I feel like... Come on, they, how long have we been building up Veer Mahan coming to WWE? And his his debut was extremely disappointing, not only from a fan's perspective, but just what he did. Like, what was the point of going in and targeting Dominic Mysterio and then, and then you know, and then attacking Ray? There was no fan pop. I don't understand, too, putting an NXT title match on Raw... And Braun Breaker taking it back. I'm like, you're supposed to call him up. Like, what I don't get is why did we have an NXT title match? Like, it's the Nets night. Yeah, it made no sense to me. It made it made zero sense to me. Um, MVP turning on Bobby Lashley that was pretty cool. That was like that was probably the most exciting thing for me, honestly. Uh, when then when I found out that Cody Rhodes promo was scripted, it just threw me away. I'm like, I'm done with. I'm like, okay, that that's that's disappointing. You couldn't tell that was scripted. What? You couldn't tell that that was scripted? Not all of it. Oh, I could have. There was way, way too much bullshit emotion into that. So that threw that that threw me for a loop a little bit. And then Roman Reigns just walking out there saying acknowledge me and then walking back out. I love that. I love that. You know no, why? That that, no, that sucked. No, that No, you know why? Because that's how you get people to watch Friday Night Smackdown. Because now you're like, well, what the hell are we doing? 
Well, we everyone was gonna do that anyway. He's he is SmackDown. I know, but still, like now that's how you draw people in. They hype him up like he's gonna say something. That just that sucked. I was so disappointed. I was expecting like that's a heel move. I was expecting someone to come out, like even um even like I was expecting honestly, because we were all expecting the rock to come out at the end of WrestleMania. I was maybe saying, okay, well, he didn't come out this WrestleMania. Maybe they're saving it for the Raw after Mania to like boost it up a little bit. And I was fully expecting it. I was really, I was waiting to hear like, if you're some nothing, just walks back out, and I'm like, dude, we're never getting the Rock versus Roman Reigns. <laughs> we're never getting it. I'm convinced they didn't do it at Mania. They're not going to do it at some bullshit pay per view. I don't know about SummerSlam. Like, like, when are we going to get it? Is it going to be The Rock showing up at SummerSlam and then we get the match at Survivor Series or does it show up at Survivor Series and we get the match at the Rumble? Like, what? what? Like, like, what? Like, when is it going to happen? I don't know if it's ever going to. Like, the more that it just doesn't happen as time goes on by, the more I just don't think it's going to happen now. And I hate saying that, but it's like, <sighs> we're never getting there. So... It's just the excitement's not there for that match anymore for me. I mean, if it happens, don't get me wrong, I'll be hyped then. But past that, I'd just rather see where this goes. I think we're going to get Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns as our next like title <clears throat> title program. But that's the know. thing that sucks about these long title runs. We've seen you see it. every match. We've seen it. But hopefully we can get Mac. I'm hoping if we do do this, we get McIntyre off of this whole sword gimmick bullshit. I like, want, I want that to, I want that to end. But I want, I want Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles. I do too, but at the same time, like AJ's not a big guy, and like that's, I think that's the dilemma we're at with Reigns right now. Is like he's got to face somebody that's like pretty damn built. Because he's built and he just destroys people. Dear my Dear God, bro. I mean you know, I'd just be like, roll with it. Let's let's see where it goes. At this point, we should just put him against a freaking great Kali. Every time I think of the great Kali, man, I think of that theme song. Yes, I do too. <laughs> I loved it. I used to dance to that shit all the time when he It's a good alive. dancing theme song. It is. Just swing your hands. Just swing your hands in fucking circular motions and shit. <laughs> I loved it. But we're past WrestleMania now. We get to start it all over again, man. I'm excited for where so, this uh, year goes. Let me ask you this question: Out of everyone who won at WrestleMania, who's coming out on rest? Who's coming out of WrestleMania on a hot streak? You can't. You have, I mean, obviously Roman Reigns is, you know, already out there. But like someone not um, named, someone not named Roman Reigns, who's coming out of WrestleMania? Ready to make a run at it. Cody Rhodes. Okay. And I think even though they didn't win, that Alpha Academy is going to come out fucking guns blazing, bro. But I, I definitely, Cody Rhodes is definitely the shining star of who came out of this ready to go, you know, shoot off into the next adventure. Definitely Cody. Yeah, I agree with the Cody Rhodes one. I was going to say Cody as well. Um, 
I was going to honestly say Bobby, you know, Bobby Lashley coming back from an injury that fast to get out of mania and has a storyline again. I don't know. I think I think Bobby, the storyline is just going to keep progressing and it's going to make him even better. Um, obviously, I think Seth still came out of it on top. Um, Kevin Owens, I still think, is a viable uh, contender. Um, that Ezekiel debut was hilarious, by the way. We're not talking about that. I was mad. I was mad. I was mad. I saw him come out and I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. I'm like, that's a lot. Like, I yeah. I did the same thing. I sat and looked at him. I was like, damn, why does he look familiar? Bro, have you read the reports that he's they're basically like slingshooting him to like be on this crazy run from now until whenever? I hope so. If we're they gonna have, do it, let's there, do it. There's a whole there's like a whole article I read that they're really gonna push Ezekiel as far as they can. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I think it's going to be a cool looking run, but it's going to end up like the way they did Billy Gunn back in the nineties. Uh, we'll see. You just keep building it up, but nothing just clicks. Nothing delivers at the end. Exactly. You know how like after Billy Gunn won King of the Ring, they try putting him on this crazy winning streak. Uh-huh. It is what it is. Um, yeah. But Scotty, yeah, man, just dropped him socials, kid. Already y'all. Go ahead and follow us on a uh, Twitter and, and the Instagram at a uh, right on SQC. That is right on SQC. Right is spelled with a W in front of it. And then, of course, they're right on network on our Facebook page. But after y'all do that, please, you know, interact, talk shit to me on there. Give me something to do. Give me somebody to talk to. And then, of course, join us here next week as we cover uh, really what's going to happen as we just transition to this next week of wrestling. And other than that, Danny, boy, you got any uh, final words? Um, Like I said, I hope WWE carries this momentum out of WrestleMania. Uh, like I said, you, 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 you did, you didn't have to wow me, but you wowed me. <laughs> so Very I said, much. Keep, keep the momentum up. Um, You know, and I, I want to see what is going to happen now at AEW. You know, your, your guy just left. Does the does he follow the, the other people follow the trend and maybe say you know what maybe AEW was not the right spot for me or do they start booking people properly so they can kind of shove it in Cody's face? Yeah, yeah. I, because that's they didn't what do, they didn't do a good job of it on Wednesday night. Fuck that company. So uh, yeah, no, we will see and um and yes listeners i will be live in the right on network studios next thursday i am making my trip back down to pcb to see all the boys you know see the families and everything and just enjoy you know enjoy being down there for a week so thursday will be a live in studio recording which i'm super super excited for absolutely up until then y'all y'all be good <laughs>